Hello, this is Peter Jonathan Robertson with the 10th episode from the PJ Archive. It's an interview from 1991 with Shirley Bassey, the Monaco-based Welsh singer with a magnificent, unique voice and performance style and personality to match. I met her in London where she was promoting her then-new album, Keep the Music Playing, which meant her schedule was... Very busy. Very, very busy. Not that I'm not always busy, but this is very busy because of the new album, you know, and uh, I have been... My feet have not left the ground. I'm promoting it, you know. Whereas if I was just doing a regular concert, I would just be giving a couple of interviews to let the people know that I'm in town, you know, and I, and I have started the tour. But, I mean, to get up at 6 a.m. to do TV a.m., I mean, that's middle of the night. I mean, I don't go to sleep sometimes till 5. Really? If I'm not working, I watch television until 5. I mean, I'm on the movie channel and I'm doing... Is that because you're so hyped up after a performance? Well, yes, after performance, I, yeah. uh, yes, but, but I'm talking about even when I'm not working because my body clock st- doesn't change if I'm not working. It's still on, on the same time, you know. To get back to the album, are you very pleased with it? Or is this sort of like I'm ecstatic about it because uh, it's given me a chance to put in into training all the, the, the years, three, last three years I've had of vocal exercises. Mm. Right. No. I was going to say, you've been having singing lessons. What? Not lessons, no. Ah, right. subtle difference, right. Oh, yeah, well, a hell of a lot of difference. Because, right. I mean, I, can, I am a singer. I mean, Absolutely. she can't teach me to sing. <laughs> but she can teach me vocal exercises which will keep me singing. Right, that's the idea. But they can't teach you to, to sing, really. Yeah. Has this been a worry that you wouldn't be able to keep it going? Or? No, I had lost my voice. And my, my doctor had recommended, that, hey, now it's time to, you know, sort of to have some vocal exercises because the whole point of vocal exercises is to strengthen your vocal cords. I mean, they're operatic exercises which are fantastic. I mean, I love them now. I didn't in the beginning because they're very difficult and very foreign to me. Mm. Pop singers don't do operatic exercises. But doing it has changed the voice in a way. I mean, it's made it mellower. It's given me such rich, rich, deep notes and head notes, you know, which I never used. They were there, I was there, but I never used it. And, right. and it's all much calmer approach to it. So it's an even know. better voice now than it was before. Oh, yes, yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean it's, a, it's a new life, a whole new life for me. I mean, I'm just starting. You know. When you say that uh, you lost your voice, what happened exactly? Tragedy, I lost my daughter, and so I, the shock, I lost my voice. Did you think it was something else at the time, just a sort of wear and tear? Or? No, I knew exactly what it was. Really? I was grieving, I was taking it out of my vocal cords, okay. and I'd forgotten all my breathing, you know, the correct way to breathe, and, and which I had many years ago, breathing exercise. And I'd forgotten it, and I was breathing in all the wrong places, and when you do that, and it's hell of a wear and tear on your voice. Yeah, because your songs are always very emotional. If they're not emotional, you put a lot of emotion into them. Well, I, they are emotional. I mean, that's me. And that's, that's drawn from my life, my life experiences. Mm. It goes into my songs. Is that your way of, of coping? With yes, life yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. Do you think that's a healthy way? Have you been told that's a healthy way? Well, I don't have to be told that. I mean, to sing is, is a wonderful way of, of letting out pent-up emotions. And if you can't sing, then, then do some, some energetic exercise. You know, and I do both. I exercise uh, uh, before singing, and which gives me extra power now. I mean, I used to 
sing for just one hour on stage. Now I can go one hour and a half, one hour and 40 minutes. I mean, you know, I mean, it's the older I get, the better. I mean, it seems the better. I mean, it, yeah. it should be the reverse. Do, do you ever get bored with, with singing at all now, or, or is it still as exciting as it ever was? It's still exciting. Yeah. Um, on a long tour, towards the end, you can say, oh, God. Uh, but when I'm doing just, you know, the odd gala here, there, you know, it's like, they say, twice a week, three times a week, you know, uh, and I rest in, or rest, they do a week and then have a rest for a week, and that, that's, that's fine. But to do it a, a tour is grueling, it's demanding, and you have to look after yourself, and you have to be fit, and you, ha you have to wrap yourself in cotton. Well, there's no going out after the show, you know, because you have another show the next day, and you're in another town the next day, anyway. Well, people always ask you to sing the old standards, don't they? The, yes, the, the and this is the marvellous thing about having a new record, right. so now I can introduce right. new material, mm. yeah, because that gets a bit of wear and tear. Mm. They don't realise it, you know, but to be a singer and to sing it night after night after night, and there's no new way you can find to do it. You've done quite a few cover versions on your new album. Is that I've always done cover versions yeah. on, on, on all my albums, because there's such great songs out there, and unless somebody writes them especially for me... Mm. Oh, there's wonderful material out there. Great songs out there. But of all the fantastic songs you've recorded, is there a favourite one? No. That you like to sing? No, no I'm, I'm always asked that naturally, that I don't have a favourite song. I mean, if, if I do, it's, it's, it's the one I've just recorded. You know, it's the latest one. I have a fun number, Big Spender, mm -hmm. that I never get tired of because it's fun. I mean, I can well, camp it up, and, and uh, who, who can get tired of, of a campy song, you know, and you can do what you like with it, you know, make it sexy, you can send it up. Yeah. Do you think there's one song which you sing which is most autobiographical? This is my life, I, I, I suppose, yeah. A song called This Is My Life. Is that one you like to end on, as it were? I always end on it, yes. Right. I mean, it's the one the audience is. They do not, I took it out. I think they lynched me. Yeah. But you've made reference earlier on that you've had quite a tough life. Why do you think that you know, particularly you, have had to be through it so much? Yeah, when it's a real tragedy, you know. And then I said, why, you know? But other than that, uh, broken marriages. I don't know. I've never said why. And this is finished. They're gone. You know, it's over. And um, very, you know, one has to be very philosophical about it because I mean, you can't, you can't really take that on on stage. I mean, I I I, I prove that you can. You can't take grief on stage. You know, that's for sure. It does seem that your yeah. life has been a uh, real highs and real lows. I think it comes hand in hand with with success, right. with uh, with anybody that's a personality that you know, with ta any kind of talent. Don't ask me why, I, but I think tragedy, ups and downs, you know comes with, with it. I mean, success is an incredible thing to cope with, you know. And uh, sometimes it can be self-destructive. It has been. I've seen them come and go. Was the loss of your daughter the worst thing? Yeah, uh, yes. Mm. Uh, and I hope that, that will be, the, will be the, the last, the worst that can ever happen. How has your view of that whole situation changed over the, in the intervening years? I think it turned me around. I mean, it, 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 it changed me. I did a lot of self-analysis if you if you will and sat there and and uh, analyzed it all and I think it, it's helped in the long run kind of it's changed me it's made me a lot calmer I'm not I'm not so uh, ready 
to blow up anymore. I, I, I think first, you know, doesn't. I mean, it doesn't always happen because there are occasions where, you know, especially when I, I'm rehearsing and something's wrong, something's making a noise or something, and, and I'm trying to get the, the act together, then I blow. I can't help that. It just, it just happens. But I've become much calmer person, much um, more confident. Uh, I, I like myself more. Uh, patience. I'm, I was terribly impatient, except for my work. I mean, off stage, terribly impatient. How have you come to this situation? Have you had a lot of help? No, I never. I never went to a psychiatrist. I'm my. I am my own best psychiatrist. Oh yes. When I went through a, a, a nervous period many years ago, of stage fright. I mean, absolute stage fright. I was at the, uh, the Pigalle in Piccadilly. And it went on for about two weeks, and I thought I thought it was going to go insane. And I said, "That's it. I'm, I'm, I can't cope. I'm going to give up." I went in the corner one night, and I just screamed at myself, "You stupid cow! You know what are you doing? You can do it. You've done it. You know what the hell's wrong with you?" Worked like like somebody slapped me in the face. I said, "It was her indoors shouting at me." You know. And uh, it worked, and ever since, when something's wrong, if I feel a bit nervous, I pace, I talk to myself, I go away and, and from the people around me and have a few minutes to myself. And I work out, which is a great thing, too. Have there been a lot yeah. of if-onlys in your life, though? I mean, if only, yes. I, I, I hadn't got married and had children, you know, and I, then I wouldn't have gone through all that. You know. Do you wish you hadn't had children? Though? I wish I hadn't got married because it, it does not go in hand in hand. I don't wish, I just say if only, because it does not go with this business, because it's, you have to sacrifice, you know, you, and it's no game. I mean, this is serious, this is serious business. You, you can't have a husband and have children and, and then go off to work. You know, somebody has to suffer. Yeah. Do you think it is this business rather than you? No, I was meant to be in the business. I, I don't know why I got married and, and had children. Maybe it was, that was meant to be too to give me that full experience of life. One of those things that, that, that uh, one could not foresee, could that this incredible success would come and that would carry me away from my family. There's nothing I could have done about it. Do you think, looking back, that you, you would change things quite dramatically then? I don't know. I don't know if I would. If I could foresee the future and, and know that, that I'm going to come back again, you know, the second life, you know. Uh, and I, and it was written that I would go into show business again, of course, I wouldn't, I wouldn't get married. Mm. And I wouldn't have children. Mm. Which is very unfair, you know, on everybody. Are you a very doting grandmother? Oh, yes. Much more doting grandmother than I was mother, you know, because now I have, I have more time. And also, you know, they're not yours. And then they you know they're going to be taken home. Mm. You know. But I think all grandparents are like that. Mm. They, they come to spend summer holidays with me. Mm. When I'm in London, I have a weekend free, they come take to Hamleys. And, mm. Although I hate going, you know, because I hate being recognized. Mm. But for my grandchildren, I don't mind. It's, mm. you know, so. Does it feel funny being a grandma? You certainly don't look like a grandma. No, it's not funny, because I, I mean, I, I, it's, I am 29 years old. You know, I mean... I, I think young, and uh, I just think it's incredible to have grandchildren. Mm. 
You know, I don't think old, I don't think grandmother. What do they think of you and your, your fame and your voice? And... Well, I was on television the other day and Sharon was telling me that Sebastian went up and said, Nana, I love you, and kissed oh. the television. <laughs> and suddenly they, they changed and there was a man there. So you'd, Oops, there's a man. <laughs> <laughs> do they come to your concerts and, and, and play your Yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah, oh yes, they come to the concerts, they bring me flowers on stage. I'm, I remember reading that, uh, you know, you saw it, it's sort of strange that you had this extraordinary talent, this extraordinary voice, because it wasn't necessarily inherited. Have any of your grandchildren or, your, or even your son? Not yet. No, no, it hasn't come out yet. Really? No, my, ch my children did. My children hate the business because it took their mother away. But my, my grandchildren, my I don't know. They didn't sing in the bath or anything? Or? Oh, my, my children sang. I mean, they can hold a note better than... I mean, they remembered songs that I could... I mean, I would record and get home and say, what do you record today? And I said, well, oh, I can't remember. Yeah. You know. uh, but they would hear something and, and they would remember everything. I, I can't... It's gone. Mm. You know. Apart from spending time with your grandchildren, what, what sort of things do you like doing away from the business when you're not working? I like... Uh, in, the, in the summer, I like to swim. I like to play tennis. Other than that, in the winter, I'm, I'm a film buff. I mean, I love cinema. Well, you go to the it's cinema my escapism. Yeah. I, the theatre, no, because the theatre is my life. Yeah. I'm not so crazy about the theatre. Mm. I will go, I mean, I went to see Phantom of the Opera, I mean, uh, twice. I mean, that is unusual for me. But I loved it. And of course, I sing one of the songs on my album. I love cats. You know, because they were spectacular things. And anything would hold my attention, because I have a very... Uh, what is it? Uh, short attention. What is it? What, they, what is it? Span. Yes. Yeah. It's a wonder I can remember. Sorry, the songs on stage. Right. It's, it's not strange. Off stage, I can't. I cannot sit to too long on one thing. But on stage, it's an it's another world. You know, my concentration is incredible. Maybe that's why I have a very short attention span off stage, because my work is. is so well, yes. Yeah. You say you, you do all these sports and that sort of thing. Is that because you like to keep in true and keep fit and healthy? And you have to if you do the tours that I do. Mm. Yes. And you if you want to stay slim, you know. Yeah. Where are you living now? You're in Monte Carlo yes. now, aren't you? Yeah. Because yeah. you moved from Switzerland. Yes. Was that a big, uh, big step for you? A big break? Well, it was because I'd been there 20 years, and and suddenly I said wait a minute, this house is, is much too big, my children are grown and gone, I'm divorced, what do I need this great big house for? You know, and I wanted to change anyway. You know. So tell us a little bit about the place in Monte Carlo, if you can. Well, Monte Carlo is Monte Carlo, I mean, it, it's very rich, you know, I mean, very rich people, and uh, it's also very calming. And I, I like little towns. I don't know if I could ever live in a big city again because I, I, can, I can have complete anonymity. I mean, right? That's <laughs> what you see. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Actually, Lugano was like that. I mean, when I walked down the street, there was Buongiorno Signora. No, no, that's the Shurubas. And the same in Monte Carlo. You know, they, the people, they know who I am, but they, nobody bothers me. You know, you mix with the rain, yeah, Oh yes, I've, I've done quite a few charities for them and uh, and had dinners with them after. You know. mm. How do you find them? What sort of people are they? Oh, they're very down to earth. I find him very funny man and spoke wonderful English. What do you think of Princess yeah. Stephanie's singing? Have you heard her? No, I haven't. Right. We we discussed that. She just came back from Paris actually 
uh, she, and she's talking about her new album, and I said, I've just done a new album as mm. well, you know. So we had something in common. So. Do you think of, of Monte Carlo as home or as Wales still? Wales I left at 16 years. That's a long time ago, mm. when I was 16 years old. But the Welsh are still very proud of you and like to think of you as well. Well, I, I, I go home and I'm, my family's there. Mm. My roots are there. You know, the moment I, I cross into the Welsh country, I, the le- Welsh comes back immediately. Indeed, mm. goodness, and I talk like that, you know. Um, home is where my work is, really. Quite Monte Carlo is my, my is my haven, is, is, is my castle where nobody is allowed to intrude. That's where I go to recharge my batteries. I live alone, uh, which is something I never thought I would do, and I enjoy it. Oh, yes, I, I mean, I'm my own boss. I can go to bed when I want, I get up when I want, I eat when I want. There's nobody around at that I don't. I don't think I would like. To, I, I could have anybody around really? on, on on like a marriage basis, for instance. No, I don't know if it is. If it ever was for me in marriage and that, you know, I mean, my work just seems to take over, you know, and and uh, the men just eventually get pissed off with it, you know, sort of. Thing. Uh, it's becoming increasingly unlikely that you will settle down and get married again, or at the know? moment, yes, but who knows? I'm a great fatalist. Who knows what tomorrow may bring? Does that mean that in your heart of hearts you would you would like to find someone and settle down? Or oh, I don't know. If I'm my heart of hearts, I I, I don't think there's anybody out there that uh, can cope with it, with a successful woman, with a strong mm. personality. Do you think that's been the problem? They're always going to feel inferior. I mean, even if they're richer than me, you know, they will always. And this is what's happened. And and so end of. Romance, you know. Do you think that's what's End of marriage. It becomes. Someone's. It's not tough to find because I'm not looking for anybody. But I don't think there's anybody out there because a business anybody who has, is who is a powerful businessman is not going to go for a powerful businesswoman. They're going to go for somebody who's going to be a wife and a mother. Mm. Do you, you worry know? about the, the, the powerful image which you have? Though that perhaps you might be a bit too formidable for people. Or do you like that? No, I no, I don't. It bothers me when people sit around me and, and and they they don't have anything to say, and they're waiting for me to say it all, and uh, it it's very off-putting, and I find it very embarrassing, and I don't like to be around those people. Mm. I mean, I like it when people, you know, sort of take over, because it leaves me, you know, to be myself. Mm. But you do have a reputation for being quite tough and sort of short-tempered. Is that a fair... Thing? I had a reputation. Right. Since I changed... No, I'm, I don't have that reputation anymore. Right. Nobody sees that anymore. Nobody's talked about it anymore. That is all old hat. Is that something which you deliberately tried to put behind you or it just happened? No, it just happened. Like a good wine I've mellowed with age. Do you worry about age? Do you, do you worry about no. getting older? Or no. is it actually more enjoyable life? No, because I don't feel old. I don't feel old at all. When I look in the mirror and I wonder... Uh, when I wake up one day and I look in the mirror and I start to see lines and... Uh, uh, start, and I start hunching... Then I... Then I worry. But maybe I won't worry because I like to think that as you get older, nature takes care of it and, and makes you accept it. Because I have met a few people who cannot come to terms 
with age were terrified of getting Especially old. in show business, they worry about that. Well, outside, outside of show business, you know, uh, because most of the people, my friends and acquaintances are not in show business. Do you worry about the future, then? Because a lot of people these days are very worried, especially with the environment and everything. I worry that, that all these people starving, you know, the Kurds, the Africans. Uh, I, I, of course I worry, and the environment, you know. Um, when you have children, I suppose you, you, you worry more. I mean, there are people who don't have children, but who worry you about worry your also. grandchildren, then? Yes, of course I do. You know, I, do, I don't worry for myself, because if anything's going to go wrong with the, with the plan, it's not going to happen in my lifetime. What about your own lifetime? What, what are your plans? What do you, how do you look towards the Oh, future? I'm going to live, and I mean, I, I'm going to live to a hundred. I'll be singing Big Spender, and I'm a hundred years old. <laughs> Seriously, yeah. would you like that? That's what you want to be doing? No, I mean, it's a joke. <laughs> I know, but I'm saying. Uh, no, no, I'm joking. No, certainly not. I like to think that the day I, when the day comes I will know when to give to give up I would hate for the audience to give up on me I want I want to walk away from it because I've seen too many people who, who can't walk away and people don't want them and they take to drink they take to drugs you know and they're messed up or they walk away too soon like Borg was very young and now he's making a comeback. Can he do it at 35 when there's kids out there? 13, 14, well, I mean, the game has changed. It's so much faster. Do you think what else? I'd like to, I'd like to see him win. Because he was the greatest player. I mean, incredible player. Do you think about what else you could do if you, if you did eventually give up singing? I think I, I would... I would like to do something really useful, like like something to do with children. Like I don't know what I don't know how I would go about it. I mean, I would get advice on it. You know, um, suddenly see myself as Mother Teresa. I don't know. Well, when you look back on your career, do, do you look back with great satisfaction, or is there a lot of there are a few regrets in there that you wish you'd done this and that? It's a lot of satisfaction. I've been in it for 38 years, and there's not much that I would look back on and say if I'd done it that way, because I've obviously done it right. Yeah. yeah. Is there any particular moment in your career that you'd say that was great, the highlight, if, if it can be? I mean, too, ma too many to, to, yeah. to mention. One, one off the top of my head was meeting President Kennedy. It, it was incredible. It was like shaking hands with a man who had the world in the palm of his hand mm. and you felt that power and it was a turn on it was really exciting because mm. a lot of your songs mm. and a lot of your whole acts I'm shaking just to think about it <laughs> you've obviously met a lot of uh, very distinguished people I mean is there anyone you haven't met who you'd like to have met or hmm. lots of people I can't think of anybody at the top of my head what, what about I mean the adoration which you received, do, do you, are you happy with that? Do you find that easy to cope with, or you seem to be quite uncomfortable with fame? Off, only off stage. On stage, I cope very well with it. I love all that. I love the standing ovation. I love the people that come forward, and, and I go into the, and shake hands with them. It, it can be a bit dangerous at times because they pull you, and, and you can fall. You know, and uh, you know, my people are not too happy with me doing that. They get worried for me. 
I suppose the royal family, the police, the detectives not wanting the royal family to go and walk about, you know, and shaking hands. With but I do it in a few times, it's been quite dangerous, you know, I mean, I've actually felt my own going you have, over, you know. Some of your fans are very, very enthusiastic. Oh, yes, they, and they don't realise it, you know, and, and uh, they can break their hand. Only when, yes, pain. <laughs> when they've got too enthusiastic and, and they've shaken my hand in the pain. It's just been terrible. You know, I thought they'd broken a finger or something, you know. Or they jump on stage and hug me and, you know. I know, I know. I'm not saying I don't like it. I'm just saying that it, it's it's a bit daunting, yeah. but I cope with it. Mm. You know, because I realise they're not, they're not really going to harm me. Mm. You know, they're just a little over enthusiastic. Mm. Do you have a great dream for the future, or a hope, or wish, desire? No, no. I I really don't think that far. Into, you know, I mean, I, I I go from day to day, and I mean. Uh, no, I, I'm quite happy with what I've done. Mm. I don't want to certainly change midstream and become an actress or something like that. No, no I'm happy. Everything, everything if I, I dreamt of as I was starting out, I've done. You know, I've met royalty. I've, you know, sort of, uh, I, I've had hit records, which I wanted. I wanted to be have be number one in the hit parade. I've done that. I wanted to have a gold record. I have that. I wanted to. Platinum, and I've got that. I've got a wall full of is this gold. And this one you have around your wrist is that's that a, very special. a particular record? Which yeah, it was As Long As He Needs Me, which was right. a very big hit for me, but yeah. in those days they didn't give gold records. So my mother took a copy of the record to the jewellers and, and gave me So that would this. work if you stuck it on a turntable, would it? I doubt it. <laughs>